Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Moyes and Jason Royce, welcome to a very special edition of Worldie. We've taken the pod down the road to Brighton's Luna Beach Cinema Fan Park, so please enjoy as we record live from our Beach Hut studio. Right, so the boys are on the beach. We're on tour, Jono. How is it? It's it's lovely. It's brilliant. It's pretty good. We're waiting for the sun to come out. There's been not much sign of it yet. Yeah, it's a little bit grey. It's a little bit English seasidey out here, isn't it? But we're still enjoying the football. And as we walked up, before we even got in the bloody place, we heard we heard Ronaldo bagging a goal after like five minutes. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! It's very annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We were basically walking along the beach to get to this kind of like what is it? The the, the Luna Beach um, Cinema, they call it. And we could see the back of the screen, but we could hear the commentary and just hear the commentary of Ronaldo's scoring very frustrating but I'm glad we didn't see it or we've actually <laughs> seen we still uh, haven't actually seen the goal have we I, I, I just saw a, glim- a glimpse of it on, on the replay at yeah. half time uh, a header from very close range uh, but Morocco been excellent though Morocco have been very very good and I wouldn't put it past them to get back into it now what do you reckon well I said I said if you if you didn't know who the teams were you would you would think that Morocco were the the big team that well they are playing in red and green so you might think that's they true, were Portugal that's, that's like when my mum watches it and she yeah. can't tell which which one are we supporting the whites mum usually but, but the Moroccan team I, I I thought the same thing in the first game against uh, Iran that they played I thought they were very unlucky they played some great stuff um, really really dynamic football um, they just they just haven't had the rub of the green really yeah, they don't quite have the killer instinct either, do they? they? I mean, the commentators have been bang on. They've been saying that what they're, they're missing is somebody like, well, they were talking about Harry Kane, but what they mean is Cristiano Ronaldo, because that's the difference yeah. between the two sides, yeah. is that Morocco have had loads of opportunity, loads of pressure, really, really good space in the penalty area of, of Portugal, but no cutting edge just yet. I'll be looking out for that lad Ziyash to maybe do something in the second half. So let's get back to it, and then we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes after the second half. Well, that was a touch. That was a touch disappointing, wasn't it, chaps? Yes, I think. Very, yes, very much so. Um, very disappointed. I, I honestly, I think Morocco. They did so much. They did enough to win that game. Frankly, Portugal offered nothing whatsoever. Um, Morocco, unfortunate, but you, they've, you've got to have a look at their finishing, and that's why they're going home. Is they just can't finish. I think Portugal are, are fast making themselves uh, the most hated team in international football. It's so easy to hate them because they're such a hateful bunch of bastards. Should we talk about Pepe getting tapped on the shoulder and um, falling down? Unbelievable. Like literally a double pat on the back of his shoulder and he goes down it's quite amazing I don't think I've ever seen somebody go down for something like that before the thing that really annoys me is he 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 looked up as if like how dare you do that to me mate how dare you touch me he just tapped him it's it's absolutely ridiculous but but Portugal like they did in the Euros they are they're playing bad football they are offering very very little to this tournament apart from having a a decent goal scorer and yet somehow they're fluking their way through Um, I see seriously hope when they come up against somebody good in this tournament they get an absolute smashing unfortunately all the good play all good good teams are currently playing badly yeah rafael guerrero at left back looked awful amrabat absolutely had him on toast every time and i think if if morocco and this is probably true of both games if they had a striker that could finish they'd be getting out of this group they looked really good especially in midfield great technique across the, the midfield who's the number seven uh, ziash absolutely brilliant yeah and hakimi as well on the left wing i thought was very good um, yeah, I, I was thinking about this, and and two years ago, I mean, England didn't have a good tournament, obviously. But if if for example, if they went on to win that 
tournament in the same way that Portugal did it. I'm, I'm not sure I'd be that happy about... I mean, it'd be great that we won, of course, but if we won it the way that Portugal won it, playing dour, um, boring football and kind of scraping through and all the histrionics that, that they've become known for, um, I, I think I'd just be a little bit embarrassed. I, th- I think it'd be pretty... I'd be happy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, pretend yeah. like I wouldn't fucking great, love it. But at the same time... But it would be embarrassing. It, w- it would always be in the back of your mind that you've won it in uh, such a, a kind of a backhanded way almost. Yeah, it would. It, w- it would be disappointing at the same time as being wonderful. Yeah. Um, but, you know, look, Portugal aren't going to apologise to anybody for what they're doing because it's working out for them. As much as I despise it and as much as I want them to lose every single game I ever see them play for the rest of history, uh, at, the sa- at the same time, they're also going to look at this and go, ah, fuck it, we don't care. We're, we're still winning. Well, that's one game down and it's uh, sun's out, guns out now, lads. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm going to have to take my uh, my trousers off now. So. <laughs> well, there we go. Let's see how that one works out. We'll catch you after uh, we'll catch you at half time in the next game. All right, well, decent effort from Saudi Arabia, I think. That's not bad at all, was it? Yeah, I mean, everyone was looking at that, thinking that Uruguay were going to walk away with this, like, six or seven or whatever, something ridiculous. But um, Saudi Arabia have been pretty positive, and I think they've had quite a lot of possession. Um, Uruguay, actually, the only difference was a, a steady goalkeeping error from Saudi Arabia, so um, all to play for in the second half. Seen some brilliant replays of that nonsense from Portugal. What about that Ronaldo dive, Jono? It was, it was, it was a fairly obvious dive, wasn't it? I've actually seen some people around the fan park here, like recreating. <laughs> One of the guys was like recreating the dive because it was so obvious. It was. It was, it was so like a tiny little tap on his shin, didn't he? And then, but it's it's that way that he looks around like like he's been massively hard done by because oh god, look, he touched my leg in the penalty and therefore it must be a penalty, even though the ball was absolutely nowhere near any of them by that point. We'll, uh, we'll we'll probably get a uh, an, a video of Sergio Ramos recreating it uh, in training this this week at some point. I'm sure. If anything's going to redeem Sergio Ramos in my mind, it's him taking the piss out of Cristiano Ronaldo. So that is in his favour. I think um, we also heard just now that Ronaldo became the highest European goal scorer in international football 85 goals so he's now, he's now one clear of Puskas um, who's third in the all time list um, um, what's his name oh the Iranian chap um, oh yeah uh, I can't remember his name but yeah, that, that. he's number one um, way, way out front with like 109 goals or something which is insane but. you can't argue with that really I suppose there's not much you can say about that no you can't there's, there's been a lot of kind of like big names uh, big name goal scorers this World Cup as well with like you know Suarez picking up the goal in this game but you know Ronaldo's goal it was a well, five yards out header with absolutely nobody uh, whatsoever marking him and Suarez there scoring so it's one of those things isn't it like the, the, the good good things happen to the good guys I mean granted they're in the right position to, to you know and, that, and that's kind of part of the job I think it's good that we stay on brand and play down everything Ronaldo does yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Suarez for that matter as well frankly so, I, I, I have a feeling that, that there's still Uruguay going to win this match Saudi Arabia made a good effort but I think it's probably going to be a Uruguay win Saudi out and I think we're in the same situation aren't we where we're looking at a side with, with Morocco like they, they look great 
like they, they create a lot of chances, but lack of quality going forward. And you can tell with Saudi Arabia, they're not quite up to the World Cup standard, are they, when it comes to finishing? So, so, um, so four years ago, we had uh, Hamas Rodriguez, who was the breakout star uh, of, of the, the tournament. D- has there been anyone? Harry Kane. Is it Harry Kane? Oh, that would be great if it was Harry I'd Kane. Love I'd love that if it was Harry Kane. Well, I was just thinking, has there, has there been... A pl- I mean, okay, we've only had one round of matches so far, so we're not really far, that far into the tournament. But I was thinking, I don't think we've really had that one person that's... Uh, the the Okay, you know, Ronaldo scored four goals in two games so far, and but we know him. Um, and Kane is kind of a, a, a fairly... A fairly well-known player, but do we have anyone that's kind of come out of nowhere? Well, no, no, I don't think so. But, but nevertheless, while we all know about Harry Kane, I think it was very clear from what we've seen, like the German newspapers are saying, they're, 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 they'll be aware of who he is. But, but, but he isn't probably as on their radar as he is on ours. So I think this is him. He's maybe known around Europe, but this is him breaking onto a world stage. So I think, I think there's an argument to say if he carries on doing that, that he could be one of those players. Any other any other thoughts for the rest of this game? Any chance for Saudi? I mean, I think if if they manage to if they manage to nick a goal, they've created opportunities. If they manage to nick a goal early on, then it's going to be interesting to see how Uruguay react to that. Um, but I mean, realistically speaking, you're expecting Uruguay to maybe get one or two more. There are a few Saudi fans knocking around. And I think they've left. <laughs> I don't know how confident they are. Yeah, they, did, they, did, they, they didn't look overly optimistic, did they, with their body language? No, not really. And Iran, Spain later. Um, it's, it's difficult not not to see a a, a healthy Spain win there. I think I, I, I can't see Iran doing much. Yeah, five are on Iran. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Well, they're kicking off, so we better get out there. It's time to get the snacks on. Jono's done some great work there with the snacks, so we'll get on those, and then we'll be back after the final whistle. It's onion bargy time. Right then, chaps. Sadly, Saudi Arabia couldn't do it. But what did we learn? What did we learn from that? Um, I think we learned that Saudi Arabia are not a good football team, and Uruguay are also not really that good. <laughs> it, it was um, it was probably, in all honesty, it was probably one of the worst games of the tournament so far. Very disappointing, particularly the second half. Uh, it was very. Yeah, I mean, it, most mostly because Uruguay didn't seem all that interested in the game, and and it's disappointing when because they were clearly much more talented than Saudi Arabia, right? But they were a goal up, and they just thought, oh, that that'll do, and that's fine. And and they were they were justified because Saudi Arabia couldn't score for shit. But but nevertheless, it's just disappointing to see that they seem to not be that interested in having the ball. That doesn't seem to be part of their game plan, really. Every time they got the ball, they looked a little bit confused as to what to do with it. One, they, uh, this, the, the young lad Ben Tanker looks excellent. I think he's got a and lot think, going for him. And I think he's wasted in a team like this yeah. because there were so many times where he, he was he was muscling people on the ball. He was spreading. He was always looking forward. He was really looking dynamic. He was looking for people to to give the ball to, like spreading it wide. But there was, but nobody else in his team was that interested. Yeah. It was really disappointing. Really, he's um he's I think he's one of these young young players that that are coming out at the moment. They're very kind of tall, energetic, dynamic uh, central midfielders, much like um, Milenkovic. Savage as well, yes. um, 
and and I guess similar to Pogba as well. Um, kind of kind of do it all midfielders, and he, he looked very very good on the ball, um, distributed it well, uh, could could get stuck in as well. So he's he kind of one of those players that can do it all. I can't get over Didier Drogba's head. Oh, it's beautiful. It is a thing of beauty, it really Didier. Is. It's Didier's unbelievable, head. isn't it? I don't know what to do about it. Every time I see it, and the way you touch it is what you want to do to it. That's what everybody wants to do to. Yeah, then we'll give it a squeak. Yeah. But when when did Didier Drogba become a lovely fellow as well? Isn't he wonderful? I love it. He's him. great, isn't he? I mean, uh, I think uh, we you know spent a lot of time hating on him. And now he seems like a lovely old chap. I like little Sesk as well, I, little schoolboy Sesk. I, I, I'd really like Sesk at some t- some point to just walk over to Drogba and kiss his kiss his bald head, like <laughs> like a like, window into Jono's soul. Like, no, no, like like Leboeuf, like Leboeuf on uh, on Bartes oh, yeah, in that'd be great. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, very nice. So we learned we learned about Diego's uh, Diego Didier's lovely head. Uh, the other thing that we learn is that Sergio Busquets has milk for blood. Yes. I, I, I wonder I if there's something lost in translation there. Yeah. I wonder if that's like a Spanish <laughs> Spanish translation from Cesc Fabregas that maybe doesn't really, a Spanish phrase that doesn't work in English maybe, I don't know. There was outrage with, with Andy and John when, when the BBC did a little uh, a little VT on how good Sergio Busquets is. Underrated Busquets. Don't give him a hard time just because he's boring. Lovely biscuits. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I've I've never rated him, and I don't think I ever will. To be you're, honest, you're wrong, obviously, <laughs> because Lineacre and and Fabs are having a massive love in with the Sergio biscuits. Yeah, not sure about that. We'll see him tonight. So Spain versus Iran. Well, I mean. Uh, both of the games have been surprisingly tight today, surprisingly close. I'd be surprised if this game is, but you know, this been, it's been a World Cup of surprises so far, a World Cup of, of the big teams not performing so far. I wonder if we'll see any Spanish fans. The weather has got a bit chilly, and we kind of we've got the run of the place now. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's a wonderful place, and if you are if you are in Brighton or around Brighton, do come down to it. And we're not being paid to say that, <laughs> but it is hey, it's a wonderful big screen, and it is utterly empty. Yeah. I mean, I saw for the England games, it was absolutely rammed. Had, but uh, yeah, I was I was chatting to a guy. They they said they had three thousand people down here. Wow. There's about three here now. Yeah. That's just us, R- roughly, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, but I think a few Spanish folks might might turn up, and this might be. I think this game could be interesting. Iran made a good showing of it Carlos Queros looking to do one over on his neighbour Spain perhaps in this game so a little bit of extra motivation yeah and then also there was actually a little bit of pressure on Spain in this game because because mm. they, they will have looked at some of the results elsewhere and say that you know we're not we're not dynamite here and we're not completely guaranteed to win this and so they, I think there will be a tiny little bit of pressure on them I mean they just I mean they've got the talent to deal with that pressure but you know but who knows who knows and still still no nil nils still no nil nils in this competition which is which is insane yeah. uh, i hope long may it continue we we learned we learned something else because the bbc did a nice little interview with with phil foden mason mount and ryan sessignon and we learned that, that mason mount wears a sort of a completely matching tracksuit yeah. is that a thing well it was like a nike thing and it, it, it actually looked like some kind of like super nike onesie we, but we but, thought he might have been rocking a onesie yeah but i did a, a deep google search and found <laughs> some image, <laughs> images of it and it is actually a two-piece thing no, so I'm, go, to I'm gonna let him off and he and he read off the video uh, he read off the uh the teleprompter thing he did, uh, pretty he well did a good yeah. job he did a good job so i think all in all uh we're, we're doing all right i think Let's hope it warms up a touch for the Spanish game. 
maybe yeah. warm on the pitch, maybe hot on the field. Lovely. Some exciting football maybe this evening. Maybe a few more goals. We're, yeah, we're let's hope for a few two. more goals. We've only seen two. Well, no, we've only seen one, really, because we missed that first one, didn't that's... we? <laughs> yeah, that's true. We this, have only this seen game, one. This day promised so many goals. Yeah. <laughs> as well. we've, had, we've had one and a bit. Well, it's not over yet, and we'll be, we'll be back at half-time in Spain-Iran game. We'll see you later. Well, then, uh, the British summer is upon us, and it's bloody freezing. It's a little bit on the nippy side of things, isn't it? Oh, dear, what about that half? That was one of the weirdest games of the World Cup yet, I think. Yeah, so uh, in Spain, absolutely all of the possession, all of the territory. Iran on full-on lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, all credit to them for they've got a game plan, but fucking hell, it's anti-football. It really is. I I don't think we've seen anything quite like this yet in this World Cup. My personal highlight of the first half was uh, Sergio Ramos ramming the referee out oh, of the way. Oh, that was great. And that was actually one of our discussions as well, is, is, is that like, there was a little tiny bit where Iniesta got a little bit frustrated with one of the defenders in the penalty area and gave away a free kick. And, and you just have a sense that if it get, carries on like this, somebody like Ramos might really lose his rag and <laughs> put somebody through the floor. <laughs> I'm not sure how we can deal with another 45 minutes of that after it was painful enough as it was I mean it's, it's weird enough just because just because of the, the weird football game but also the h- constant honk of those oh, bloody Iranians God. horns yeah like and that's actually the thing that I'm worried about most is them them getting something out of this game and then progressing to the next stage <laughs> so listen to horns for more Flash. oh Flashback to South Africa 2010 there very much so yeah I mean, definitely but I don't know I don't know how are we going to survive the last 45 minutes in this kind of temperature I don't know if we're really prepared for it are we no I don't know I can I can see a little bit of light over on the horizon so there so it might it might be that it, it blows over and we're we're a little bit warmer but I don't know John's not convinced if, if the game of football was a bit more entertaining yeah. it might be a bit different but we'll I, see I, I I think I think we've been fairly unfortunate with the football today it's um I, I think it's not been great all round and this game in particular has been um yeah not great and that's kind of the problem isn't it we looked at this thinking wow we've got some really one-sided games here yeah. so we might see loads of goals but actually in reality what we've seen is well particularly from Saudi Arabia and from Iran we've seen some really defensive stuff yeah. although I mean I think the Portugal Morocco game was decent in Morocco excellent excellent performance from them but should we talk about um, what Roy Keane thinks yes. of Carlos Queiroz amazing <laughs> we got to hear Roy Keane go big on one with Carlos Queiroz so those of you that have watched this game watched the build up and, and watched ITV's coverage would have seen um, what, what were the words he used uh, uh, he, he said he, he said uh, he, he showed me no respect exactly he exactly. showed me no respect he questioned my commitment so so I think I think the words Keane said was he told Carlos Queros to do one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told him to do one I did and- and 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 you had uh, you basically had um, uh, Righty next to him, absolutely <laughs> cracking up. Uh, and the and the host, I've forgotten who it was now, but the host was Poops. kind Poops, of yeah. it was Poogs. Yeah, he, he kind of didn't really know how to deal with that information. It was brilliant. It's really funny because because Roy Keane actually looks like he's already had enough. Yeah. <laughs> he's already yeah, yeah. had. He's done. He's done with this World Cup. So he's going to have another blowout with his manager and then leave. I think he's. I think he's also seen. Billich on the other channel giving it some 
Yeah, and now yeah. he's like, no, Billich is next to him, isn't yeah, he? he is. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's heard Billich, like, giving it one. He's like, right, I'm going to have a go. But he doesn't know how to do it with this kind of wit and humour <laughs> that Billich can. <laughs> no, that's right. They were, when we were grabbing some food there, they uh, they were talking about the Messi-Ronaldo debate. And Billich just didn't like it. He was like, stupid question. <laughs> stupid question. Different players, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And, and then Pugac was like, well, you know, it's, it's fun to talk about, isn't it? He's like, no, not me. It's pointless. <laughs> I do not want to talk about it. It's pointless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so loving a bit of uh, a bit of Billich. There they are in the studio again. Because he was the, he was the same when they had the VAR debate a couple of nights ago. Apparently, where yeah. he, he he basically just said, "I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, have no, I have no interest in talking about this shit. Move on." Love it. Um, Love just it. a quick other talking point yes. is uh, Southie G. Lovely oh, yeah. Gareth has dislocated his shoulder. Oh. Which what, is, running? Yeah, whilst I'm assuming he's fallen over or something. Yeah, I don't know. He must have lost his footing. And, uh, yeah, I wonder what, what kind of influence that's going to have. Well, I don't know. It, just, it means we're going to have some really iconic photographs with him in, with a sling on one hand, holding the World Cup with the oh, other. Yes. Easy, easy now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sitting on Harry Kane and uh, Deli Ali's shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so all right. Well, we're going to see out. We're going to see out this last half of football, and uh, and then we might just catch up before we head head on home. Yeah. Yeah. So not not quite been the, the, the festival of football we expected, John. Today, sadly, sadly not. But we're making the most of it. We we're are making definitely the making the most of it, and we'll be back after the final whistle. Right then, gents. The day is nearly done, and we're just watching Spain look like they're going to hold out for a sort of well. One of the strangest one nil victories so far in the World Cup. Yeah, um, I mean it's been it's been a real shame actually because Iran had an absolute belter of a, uh, of, a of a moment disallowed for them. And the linesman's flag went up with a wonderful little header after. No, it was a shot in fact, wasn't it? After yeah. a free kick, um, but the fella was offside, and we had to go through the rigmarole of watching it through VAR as well. But uh, nevertheless, right decision in the end. But just a real shame really because Iran. You know, they, they, they actually got back into the game, didn't they? They played some football and created some chances, but unfortunately it wasn't to be. It, it was very sad. I mean, it, 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 it really went from one of the most glorious moments in the World Cup so far, so, so far to one of the saddest when, when that goal was ruled out. And as Andy said, it was ruled out correctly for our side. Um, but, but seeing what, watching the, uh, the whole Iran bench leap to their feet and rush onto the pitch was uh, was quite a sight um, and it's sad it's sad that they're, they're most likely not going to get anything from this game yeah it's a, it's a shame to take that moment away from them but all in all I think uh, you know the, re- the ref's done okay it's been a quite a strange and sort of strangely spicy match this one but I think the ref's done okay Iran are pushing here right at the last minute so you never know after we finish recording this something amazing might just happen or it might happen oh my goodness well we nearly we nearly witnessed something special there well it's a fine it was a fine cross uh, but the header at the back post just he wasn't able to bring it down many at the back post couldn't couldn't keep it down unfortunately but uh, fizzed over the over the bar there well we're going to enjoy the last of this and I'm sure we'll catch up if there is uh, any any fireworks at the end of this game we'll catch it on on the next pod uh, and so we're going to sign off here from Brighton's Luna Beach where we've had some fun in the sun but except there wasn't any sun so we'll see you on the very next edition of Worldie <laughs>